0: Howdy, my friends, and welcome to episode 66 of the Daily Run through Titus. We are in chapter three. And last time, if you were with us, um, and when I say us, I mean me, uh, we were uh, we got through the first word of verse four, because verse four, uh, Paul is telling Titus, um, he's reminding him of this point, right? Right that he should encourage his people to speak to speak evil of no one to be peaceable gentle showing humility to all men right showing humility to all men and that's kind of the, the I think that that pivot point right because when we talk about showing humility to all men we we look at other people and it's very easy to look down on people especially when you've been in the church for a while and you've been a Christian for a while it's very easy to start to look down on those who are outside It's very easy to forget that idea of like, oh, those fools, you know, (laughs) those foolish God rejecting, whatever. But Paul reminds Titus here, you know, hey, you know, remember, we ourselves are once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy and hateful and hating one another. In, In other words, remember, we were just, we were lost. Don't forget that, you know, don't forget. And then this this is the word that we hit last time, but, verse 4, but, right? That's what we used to be. We once were, but we ought not to be anymore. And there's, you know, as a Christian, I think it's an important thing to understand that there's different freedoms that we have. And I talk about this uh, at length in the Romans series and around uh, Romans chapter um, 5, 6, and 7. Because uh, in that, just briefly, uh, Romans 5 is talking about us being set free from the penalty of sin, right? That there is a penalty for sin that that he talks about in the previous chapters. And, you know, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, that we, we are deserving of punishment. And God has, through Jesus' death on the cross, we are set free from the penalty of sin, right? But that's not all. That's not all. We're also set free in Romans chapter six. He talks about being set free from the power of sin. We don't have to do those things anymore. We're no longer ruled by that old master, you know, that old sinful flesh. That old now it doesn't mean we don't have the desires anymore, but we don't have to. We don't have to act upon them, right? And for some things, it's something. Sometimes um, we've we've trained ourselves to think a certain way, or we've always. Uh, maybe you are a person that you were, um, you were raised or you, you spoke uh, with a great deal of profanity for years and it's in your head, you know, you've watched all kinds of movies and you're it's just, your brain is filled with it. You think those words all the time, they pop in your head and you're like, ah, oh, I thought I was free from the power of sin. Wait. yes, you know, you are, you don't have to be ruled by that anymore but I'm not really talking about that, that as far as like just saying, Hey, I don't have to do that anymore. It's more along the lines of like, I don't have to subject myself to that kind of talk. Like, okay, I I know if I go to an R rated movie and it says language, I don't want to fill my brain with that anymore. Well, you don't have to, right? Like a person who's an alcoholic, um, as a Christian to understand, like there's physical, like, you know, you'd have physical withdrawals and stuff and you might have huge desires, but you don't have to do it. Maybe you're a person that has been addicted to pornography. You know, that that's something that you, you do whenever you're alone or whenever you're stressed, whatever. That's not something you accidentally do. It's not a thought that pops in your head and you're like, you know, Obviously, if you've subjected yourself to that kind of thing, those thoughts will pop into your head. But then the question is, what do you do with them, right? Are you going to dwell on it? Are you then going to pursue acting upon those thoughts? And that's the, I don't have to do that. I don't have to go drink a beer, even just because I want to, even though my body's screaming at me, do this. I don't have to, I don't, because my body's not the, I'm, I'm not ruled by that anymore. I am a new creation, Um I'm set free from the power of sin. You know, in Romans six, he says, reckon yourself dead indeed to sin, but alive, um, alive to God through Christ Jesus, our Lord. And so, you know, I don't have to look at pornography, even if I'm thinking I really want to, you know, I don't have to, I'm set free from that. There are steps, the physical steps to do those things that are, it's different than the thought that pops in your head. Um, habitual behaviors, um, there's a difference between having a habitual behavior like, you know, uh, maybe you're a person that you just speak quickly without thinking and you say hurtful things to people. That's a little different than writing it down, writing mean letters to people, right? Because that there's a level of effort that goes into that, a process. There's a process to drinking a beer, right? It requires going to the refrigerator. It requires getting one, opening it and pouring it in your mouth. Looking at pornography, it requires going to your computer, turning on your phone, opening that website, whatever. There's a process. Hopefully, that makes sense. But there's a there's a great there's this great freedom that we have been given in Christ, where we don't have to be ruled by that stuff anymore. We don't, I don't have to do that thing. I don't have to go through those processes. I can stop and go. Ah, oh, praise the Lord! I'm free from that. I don't have to do that. Now, if I say something that I shouldn't say or a thought pops into my head or I start dwelling on something that I shouldn't be dwelling on in my mind. Well, then I I need to catch myself and repent and say, God, forgive me. You know, forgive me um, for what I'm for what I'm dwelling on. And usually, you know, if it's like bitterness where you're angry at somebody you just dwelling on it to stop and say, God, I want to pray for that person. I pray for your blessing upon them. I pray for your forgiveness. I pray that you would do a work in their heart and their life and the Lord, I pray that you would um forgive me for holding on to bitterness. You know that kind of thing. So anyway, um another freedom we have is that we don't have to be hung up on have I done enough. Some people would call that the preoccupation with sin. You know, have you know, have I have I been good enough? No, because we just have this this right relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Right. And that's what he brings up here. Like we used to be these things, but we've been set free. He says, but when the kindness and the love of God, our savior toward man appeared, and then there's a little aside here. Um, He talks about, and I, and I mentioned this a few days ago that, that Paul does these asides and it gets kind of confusing. He says, but when the kindness and the love of God, our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration, and renewing of the Holy Spirit. And he goes on from, from there. But the point he's making is this, that we we were changed and what changed us was, well, when we recognize we receive the kindness and love of God, our savior toward us, right? Not through our own works of righteousness, which we have done, which is the beginning of verse five, but according to his mercy, what he saved us. And, and I think that that's, again, that's the point that he's making is that we shouldn't look down on these other people. We should understand we were once that way. And what's the difference? Well, God has revealed his kindness and his goodness to us. In my prayer ought to be for them that God reveal your kindness and your goodness to them, that they might see their need for you. And hopefully I can be an instrument in that. I can be a person who's sharing about his kindness and goodness. I can be a person who's living that out and they recognize a the difference. And so anyway, we'll break this down a little bit more as we go. But um, I think a lot of times as Christians, we forget the freedoms that we have. There's a fourth one, by the way, and that's the freedom from the presence of, of sin. That is when we, we hope for hope for not in the manner of, I hope I have that, but hope for in the manner of it's a promise yet fulfilled, right? Eventually there will be that time where I'm in the presence of Christ and presence of God and sin is absent, you know, and I'm free from the very presence of sin. Praise the Lord for that day. Amen. Anyway, next time we'll talk more about, Well, probably four, five, and six, because, oh, and seven. Well, we'll just, we'll just do the rest of the chapter, but probably not in one day. Anyway, God bless you. Talk to you next time.